Hey, everybody. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group, and we're here for another big announcement show. You're going to hear from a good friend of mine about a big announcement that he's making right here on the Big Announcement Show. Here we go. Welcome again to the Big Announcement Show. My name is Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. You can learn more about us by going to our website, theleonthomasgroup.com. And while you're there on the website, you might as well check out the racquetball program that I run in Baltimore, Maryland called racquetballrevival.com. We're here for another big announcement. This is the show where folks that become clients of the Leon Thomas Group make announcements about some up-and-coming things that they have going on. And we have a good friend of mine, Mr. Michael Azadian, with us today. Let's bring Mike on. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Leon, how are you? All is good. It's good to, good to have you here. Now, Mike, let's talk weather for a second. Here in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland, it's raining like crazy. What do you got there up in uh, Western Pennsylvania? What do you have right now? It was overcast all day, wasn't very hot, and all of a sudden, just as the show started, it just started raining right now. So a little bit of rainy weather, not as bad as you guys have down there, though. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, you have a big announcement for everyone. You're going to have a, a show coming up, right? Tell us about it. Well, you know, you discussed this with me for a long time, and I'm a radio guy and not really a video guy, and you convinced me to try this out. And, you know, what I want to do is, and I know sports, but I know a lot of people in a lot of different walks of life. And, uh, you know, let's have a show that we can talk to my friends about travel and uh, some of my workmates about, uh, like, my part-time job at the radio station or uh, people about wrestling and uh, WPL sports here, uh, different baseball coaches, referees, athletic directors, friends of ours that have businesses of their own and, and just do different things, movies. And we're going to try to stay away from controversial stuff like politics and religion. But you never know. We could get that. And just off the top of my head, I've got like 20 things written down already of different show ideas. So, you know what? I mean, uh, it, we're going to try it out. We're going to see what happens in September. And uh try to make a go of it uh a lot of people that i've already talked to have told me yes i'll gladly help you out so you know we've got a good friend of ours on the program here today with us so uh it's when you're good to people leon uh people respond and, and want to help you out and want to be a part of your show absolutely absolutely congratulations i'm excited for your show you mentioned that um i was talking to you about i've been on you about this for a couple years now and you do an outstanding job on the radio. Tell us some about what you do in radio and some of your, your history in radio. You've got a pretty good track record and have done some really good things. Tell the audience about it. Oh, thank you. It's about 25 years. I started out with, uh, it was called the Nauticom Sports uh, Network with a good friend of mine named Don Rebel. And we basically did a lot of high school sports, every high school sport you can imagine, interviewing golfers, track and field athletes, 
doing baseball, softball, basketball, football, everything. And we did interview shows and uh, preview shows. And then that morphed into getting some chances on the radio. And then that group sold to uh, MSA, which is Management Science Associates. And then they sold to the uh, Trib High School Sports Network. I still do some stuff for them. But a few years ago, started exclusively working for WBVP, WNBA Radio, Beaver County, and uh, do football, basketball, and like baseball and softball. So kind of like one of their guys, and we have a team of three or four guys, uh, along with some other people there. And we do Beaver County sports, which is one of the, uh, I think it's seven or eight counties that the WPL covers. So uh, more into like one smaller area now. But uh, on the radio, a lot more than I used to be. But, you know, uh, yeah, I've learned a lot and met a lot of people. And uh, that's kind of why me and you decided, hey, let's try this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since I have a knowledge and I have uh, a good group of people that I could get on a show and uh, just decided that uh, it's something I want to do. It's, and it's a passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you have a passion for racquetball, obviously, and other things. I have a passion to broadcast and talk. And this gives me an outlet to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike, you know, one of the one of the other cool things um, you while you're doing sports broadcasting on the radio, you're knowledgeable in so many other areas, not just sports. You and I have conversations about current events. We have conversations about entertainment. We have conversations about politics. Right. You you're very knowledgeable of everything. So can you give us an idea of some of the topics like maybe list maybe four or five of some of the, the show topics that you're thinking about now? Well, uh, <clears throat> one of them is a good friend of mine travels everywhere. His name's Cliff Struts. You know him very well. And he travels the nation and he's been to every state and he travels. Not only does he travel, he goes to all the different places to eat. And you know, we all, we love to eat and Jay as well. And, and he just has so many places and I've been with him. And I've been to places that you wouldn't believe how good they are. And he knows them all. So that's one show topic. Uh, Another one, uh, I have a good friend who's a baseball coach. uh, And he's very religious as well. He's a good man. He's a cancer survivor. And I kind of want to bring him on to talk about his uh, his battle and how he survived and also talk about his baseball team and his love for baseball. I also have another friend of ours. His name's Andy Pokowski. I want to bring him on. He owns some Chick-fil-A restaurants. And I want to talk to him about his business and his, and how long it took him to get to that and, and what made him decide to go that route. And then I have another one of many sports writer friends who's written a couple of books and I want to talk to him about his book writing and the decisions that he's made about the books he's read. And that's just four or five ideas. I have a lot of other ones, but Mm -hmm. as time goes by, you know, I just have a list. I have a journal, I have a book and I write things down and then, you know, briefly we'll talk to people. And so far everybody's been like, let me know, let me know, let me know. And you know, it's one of those things where I think we're going to have a varied, a lot of different ideas. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are, too. My name is Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. We're here with Mike Azadian for his big announcement show, talking about his upcoming show that premieres in September. And you can find out exactly when in September by following Mike on social media. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. And you can also 
go to the Leon Thomas Group website. That's theleonthomasgroup.com. And you can go to our website, you can go to our YouTube, look for announcements there. Now, Mike, you were talking about our friend Cliff, and he travels everywhere to eat and all of that stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. He came to Baltimore, I'm going to say maybe 10 years ago, and he named off some restaurants, right? He said, have you ever been here, here, and here? And I went, no, no, no. He says, well, come on, we're going. And we went to three places I'd never heard of. And it was it was outstanding food. He knows, yeah, like where everything is, right? So everything. I can see him. Yeah, great, great guest on the show. Um, you mentioned Andy Polkowski. You know, I don't know. We have a way of doing some giveaways, a giveaway drawing here. Let's get him on. Maybe we walk away with some Chick-fil-A sandwiches. What do you think? I haven't talked to him yet, but eventually I will. That's just one idea. Okay. You're looking I mean, for free can... stuff here. Come on, man. I'm not looking for free stuff, but if the guy can owns a, a Chick-fil-A, I can mean, I come a... on, we might as well get a sandwich out of the deal. Can I huh? get a Leon can I get a Leon Thomas uh group shirt? We don't have any, so I can't give you one. Spend I can't give some you of that. One. Spend some of that money you got, man. Come on. Let's oh go. man, come on, man. You got the money, man. You're the you're the you're the voice of Beaver County. That's not no you. no. You're the Leon uh, Thomas group. Uh, it should be Leon Thomas Enterprises is what it should oh, be. Oh, man. Oh, there we go. Now we're getting into the, the legalities of names. And you're everything. a tycoon. Hey, let me ask you this. Way back when, way back when, when we were in college, remember that first time we, we did some broadcasting together? Oh, yeah. I remember that. We, a bunch of us, uh, Doug Carter, who was is going to be a guest on the show eventually, Myself, Bill Goss, Bill McConnell, others, we went into the studio and we all picked a subject. And uh, because nobody was using their studio now, they do all the time. But back then, I kind of wish we could go back to that. And we just kind of had fun with it. and They loved it. And that's kind of yeah, what got, right. got the bug doing it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to to your show premiering in September. We're talking about the Mike's big announcement where he's just told everyone his show will premiere in September. The Leon Thomas group will be producing it for him. Mike, we're going to go through three really quick questions. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to take a break. And then after break, your friend, my friend, Doug Carter is in the green room and oh, he's ready back. to go. He's, he's here, ready to go. So after these Three quick questions. We're going to take quick. a break. Here we go. Question number one. What's your favorite food? Ribs. Pork ribs. ribs. And is there a particular place you like your pork yes. ribs? Yes. Uh, it's called DJ's Ribs out of West Virginia, but not it expanded. Best ribs ever. Yeah. Love it. I, I'm with you. DJ's Ribs. Yes. That's number yeah, you've one. you've been there. I took you. I've been there. Yes. Yes. DJ's Ribs. That's good stuff there. Question number two. Question number two. Bar soap or shower gel? Bar soap. Bar soap. Bar soap. The shower, right. shower gel just doesn't, yeah. It just, just doesn't do it for you. Okay. All right. It just takes too long. All right. And here's here's the last one. Here's the last one. Steelers or Ravens? Oh my God. Neither. 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 But oh, you know what? We have a team. 
I like all teams. I, you know, people are going to hate me for this, but I'm not a Steelers fan. I don't mind the Ravens, to be honest with you. I guess oh. I would, I guess I'd pick Ravens over Steelers. I'm not a big Steelers fan. I'm more of a pirate fan than anything. And I like okay. all teams pretty much. All right. Right on. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas group. That's Mike Azadian. His show starts in September. Look out on social media to find out exactly when and where you can watch it. We're going to take a quick break. And during the break, the commercials that you see are all produced by those that are a part of the Leon Thomas group organization. After those commercials play, Mike, the show will be in your hands and we'll bring on our friend, Doug Carter. Let's take a break right now. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. is everything. It's style at your doorstep. Off the runway and into your closet. It's every trend you've been dying to try and every designer you've yet to discover. It's wearing it your way every time and making it count everywhere you go. It's never worrying about what to wear because something new is always coming your way. That's why renting is everything. New styles, top designers, all for a flat monthly fee. Start your subscription at renttherunway.com. Slow roasted over hickory fire and pulled by hand. This is the way pit pork has always been done. Cold pork lovers, rejoice. The smoky old days are back at the Smoke Shack. From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. water it's everywhere we drink it we bathe with it we cook with it coffee's made with water toilets won't flush without it it's used for washing clothes dishes utensils pots pans floors and our teeth plants and crops need water animals drink it and fish need it too and don't forget 
we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? Welcome to the first Mike Azadian show. That's what we're going to call it for now. We may change the name. Of course, legalities. We uh, want to have things proper, but I'm Mike Azadian. Leon has uh, introduced me and talked to me. And uh, our first guest uh, on our first show is a guy that I've known, Leon's known. Jay, behind the scenes, he knows as well. Good friend of ours. His name is Doug Carter. Doug has an extensive background in college basketball and uh, was in the uh, uh, military as well and has coached around the nation. But today we're going to talk with him about baseball. He's a big fantasy baseball guy, a huge baseball fan. And being at the baseball draft, the MLB baseball draft is tonight, we wanted to talk to Doug a little bit because he's got a lot of knowledge about it. And uh, Doug, welcome to the show. Are you with us? Mike, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Um, it's I feel honored being a part of your very first show. How about that? And uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm just a little bit. I mean, we don't have our own group. You know, Leon has his own group. We don't. I, I feel like you know, I'm, I'm honored to be on Leon's Thomas group uh, thing. We're gonna have to name it the Mike Azadian group. Maybe the show. I don't know. <laughs> Well, but we, Doug, we, tell we, us a little. Tell us a little bit briefly about you know your background. You've coached, uh, your sports knowledge. You know how we met that kind of stuff. Well, you know we, the three of us, Leon, yourself, and 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 I, you know we we went to one of the at the time one of the few schools that had uh, sport and uh, recreation management, um, and took that field seriously. And, uh, you know, now, my goodness, there are hundreds of colleges that have that as a major. We all can conglomerate it together. And Robert Morris was uh, uh, where we, we met in Pittsburgh. And we were brought there from that major. And we were all very, very interested in sports. And, and Pittsburgh is a big time sports town. And, uh, you know, it, we were just all interested in sports and we got connected with the number one program at the time was the division one men's basketball program. While you were there and Leon uh, started that, those trips to the NCAA and, and the, uh, that was a glory time uh, chipper and uh, chipper Harris and, and Bay Grant and, and uh, Matt for you guys know him so well. And, and we just got into uh, we carried positions that you would never be able to 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 get now, you know, as a freshman and sophomore in college. And so we got, you know, a great deal of experience real quickly, you know, as yes, as 18, 19 year olds, as you know. Um, and, uh, you know, that just kind of fueled uh, and sparked the the interest in. And and basketball for me, and and I know you know you you are such a sports fan. Leon is a such a, a sports advocate himself, and and a fan, and and uh, um, you know I my um, my job is in is college basketball. I coach at Wells College, a very small Division three college in the Finger Lakes area in New York, and we're trying to um, build a program 
Uh, I've coached at the Division One level. I've coached Division Two level, junior college when I was in Pittsburgh, and um, uh, this is a Division Three school, and we're trying to rebuild, and so it's a it's a great challenge. But you know, as you said, you know, my passion. You know, I, I, I love baseball, man. I've always loved baseball. I've had a chance to, to work at, at low levels of the minor leagues. Um, I forgot I just, about that. Yeah, I, I, I love baseball. And, uh, and we're going to we're going to talk more baseball, too. A uh, couple things that come to mind. You mentioned uh, a conglomerate and that's that's <laughs> a whole nother show. Leon hears me say that he knows what I'm talking about. We had a conglomerate at Robert Morris college. We could talk about that another day, yes. but uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the idea of this show. I mean, you're a guy that I could have on here numerous times. I plan on uh, having you for, you know, college basketball talk, uh, you know, and there's some friends I'm going to have on two or three times because there's so different knowledge for different things. TV shows, as one that I could have you on as well. Things we've loved to watch in the past. But today we're going to talk uh, Major League Baseball. And tonight is the Major League Baseball draft. And I know me and you both are really oh. into that. I know Jay behind the scenes, he is too. Uh, I wouldn't say controversy, but the Pittsburgh Pirates have the first pick. And this is, I think, Doug, is this the first or second year where they use the draft lottery? Can you remember? First, first year, yes. Right. And the Pirates won the draft lottery. So my first question to you is, you know, a lot of people think it should be Dylan Cruz from LSU. A lot of people think it should be Paul Skeens, the pitcher from LSU. Those seem to be the top two. But the Pirates have vetted uh, the top five. Wyatt Langford's another one. Max Clark is another one. Walker Jenkins. Those seem to be the consensus, three, four, and five. But now today... I hear and read rumors that the Pirates seem to be locked on Wyatt Langford. So uh, what is your opinion of this whole thing as we start the discussion about the draft and specifically the Pirates at number one? Yeah, the, the, the Pirates are in that odd situation that they they have the power. And and hopefully for them, that's one of the few times that they'll be picking, uh, you know, so early in the draft. Um, they're a small market team. And uh, two years ago, they, they picked an unlikely number one, and then they used the excess because each draft pick has a, a slot money uh, assigned to it. And so the higher the pick, the, the more money that is supposed to go to that pick. So if Mr. Langford agrees to uh, a lower value for his contract, his signing bonus, they may be able to use that money later on another pick. The Pirates did that really, really well two years ago by picking a need, which was their catcher, but he was not the number one or thought to be the best pick. And then they used that extra money in the first in the second round on a guy that probably would have went to college, Anthony uh, Salamento. Salamito. Salamito. And he is a left-hander who has – a very high upside, and he just dropped into the uh, MLB top 100. Um, he has a high, high ceiling. And they probably would not have been able to get him, being a small market team, had they spent that entire bonus. So that is what they're looking at, because Langford might be the only one that they can sign within, uh, within the parameters and still have an ability to sign other right. guys. Now, because mm – -hmm, 
I was going to say, you know, from what everybody is saying, all the experts are saying, and I think we both agree that this year seems to be, you know, the Skeens, Cruz are the top two. Langford's right there with them. But they also say that Walker Jenkins and Max Clark are two guys that on a most normal draft, they would be under consideration for number one pick. So it is thought to be a very strong draft. We're going to mention some other guys too, uh, but this seems to be unusually strong right now. But then, you know, five years from now, we're going to look back and say, maybe, maybe not, because you well know that there's a lot of first round busts. It's all conjecture. Oh, absolutely. And we, you and I just looked at the, what was it? 2008 draft. Oh man. There there just wasn't any talent in the, the pirates, you know, who we, who we, who we have interest in, obviously with the first pick, you know, they, they had the second overall pick and picked a, a, a pretty good player, but he, you know, most would call it a bust, but he was one of the top guys in that draft. And that just happens because there wasn't a lot of talent. This is a talent. Um, there's a guy that that's ranked. Uh, he's a, a, a Texas, uh, a high schooler, uh, Travis uh, Stycrow. He, he's a flame throwing guy that would normally be in the top 10. He's probably going to go late first round, maybe early second round, because the draft is so filled um, with quality, quality players. The, the top five do in fact seem to be a little bit higher, but this is the greatest um, educated guess. You've got billionaires giving young Young kids, you know, millions of dollars, and they really don't know. They just agree. really don't know. It, now, it's a, mm-hmm. Before we move on to some other stuff, we're going to talk Major League Baseball and some other things. I'm going to mention some other guys that, that most people think are top 10 guys. Uh, Jacob Gonzalez, he's a shortstop from Mississippi. Jacob Wilson, the son of Jack Wilson. He uh, is at Grand Canyon University. Uh, Chase Dollander, a pitcher from Tennessee. Rhett Louder, a pitcher from Wake Forest. Uh, Braden Taylor, a third baseman from TCU. And Kyle Teal, a catcher from Virginia Tech. In the last two or three weeks, those other guys have been mentioned mostly uh, six to ten. Some are a little bit out of that. Is there anyone I know you who you really like? But is, And I know who I really like in that. But is there anyone there you really like and, and can see uh, – being, I don't want to say a surprise, but maybe uh, down the line could be better than a Cruz or Lankford or Clark. Down the line, when we look back at this draft, well, I, I think I, I really don't think. And Cruz is a generational talent. Um, he, I mean, his his upside is is to probably be a, a Spencer Strider type right away. And his downside, to be honest with you, I think most baseball guys would agree, is probably just a little bit lower than say. Um, Scherzer when he came into the league. I mean, he his his ceiling is not as uh, his floor is very high. I, I don't think you're you're at the at the very least you're going to get a top three starter out of him, and uh, and so you know it kind of skews things. But I I, I think um, Jacob Gonzalez is somebody who I really like, um, and I, I I just think you know he was part of the the Mississippi. Uh, College World Series championship as a freshman, two years ago, freshman SEC freshman of the year, Um, just solid. He's a combination of a couple of guys you you mentioned um, between uh, uh, Jacob Wilson and uh, 
you know, some of the other um, right. the fellow, uh, Brayden Taylor from TCU. Exactly. He's kind of a combination of that, but he plays the key position of shortstop, and he's probably yeah, going to stay I, at shortstop. I look at it like Kyle Teal could be the next Buster Posey. He might not be. I, I just seem yes. to think I've, I have high hopes for Skeens, Cruz, Langford, of course, but I just have a feeling about Jacob Wilson. Just the kid just has – a wealth of knowledge from his dad. The kid can hit, and you know they. He seems to have a lot of things that they don't. Oh, they don't like his exit velocity, and they don't like this. They don't like that. But he doesn't strike out, and he hits. And I just have a feeling that down the line, he could be a solid major leaguer. We're going to move on since we, you know, we only have forty minutes on the Mike Azadian show here, uh, part of the Leon Thomas Group uh, Productions. We appreciate all that they can do. Uh, Doug, let's talk about. Uh, well, first, real quick, because we talked about this briefly last night. I want to talk about Ellie Dela Cruz. Uh, he stole three bases in one in Milwaukee. Basically, didn't pay attention to it. But the, the way the game has changed because of the speed, it's kind of brought back the 70s and 80s. I love yes. it. And I think you love it, too. And I think it's made the game a little more exciting. What do you think about that briefly? Oh, and, and absolutely. And he's. Um, he is 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 right there with Corbin Carroll and that whole uh, Arizona Diamonds Diamondback uh, crew in terms of just bringing excitement back to the game. Not so much the three outcomes, you know, strikeout, walk, or uh, or a home run. These guys get on base. They they cause they just cause a ruckus. And uh, you know, Dela Cruz. But right before Dela Cruz came up, uh, Matt McLean, a kid from uh, UCLA, came up. And he's got the same go, go, go uh, mentality, too. He, he'll get on and he'll steal, and he's got some extra base power. That's um, really so, propelled Cincinnati. We'll talk about them. Ronald Acuna is another one. 40 stolen bases before the All-Star break. Power, we, haven't power seen that since, we haven't seen that since Ricky Henderson days. I mean, we grew up watching Ricky with 100 stolen bases. So we kind of grew up in that and saw the game go to more home runs and the speed taken away. I think we both enjoy the speed coming back in. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and the thing, you know, power comes and goes and it, you know, you just never can really count on it, but the speed is always there. Now you can't steal first base, but once you get on as, as uh-huh. Cruz showed the other night, you can literally change a game because it looked to me like the Brewers just, just didn't pay attention to him. Yeah. And before you know it in literally 40 seconds, the, the Reds had a run without the ball even leaving the catcher or the pitcher's mitt. And it, exactly. It just, I mean, baseball's so many parts, obviously pitching, obviously offense, but I don't think enough people take in consideration defense, which you mentioned. That to win, you have to have all three. You can have a great lineup, but no pitching. You could have great defense, but no. You have to have something of all three to win, and that may be why Milwaukee's where they're at. But let's talk about uh, Major League Baseball. I mean, I think we both agree wholeheartedly that Atlanta Braves, far and away right now through the break, are the number one team. They're playing at a 682 winning percentage. They have an unbelievable lineup, Doug. They could legitimately have six guys starting the All-Star game if you look at their lineup. I mean, this might be one of the best lineups we've ever seen. Oh, and, you know, guys – Guys like Michael Michael Harris aren't going. I mean, he's right. a, he is he's like number you know, seven about, on their depth chart, right? Yeah, yeah, and and you know we talk. He, he bats ninth for them, 
And at any point, he can either take you. I mean, he hit two home runs the other day. He's one of the fastest and best defenders in center field. He's, he, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to overuse the word great player, but he can impact the game so many ways. No doubt. And, and he's, he's staying home for, you know, he's not one that got a chance to go to the and All-Star. You got, you got Ronald Acuna, probably one of the leading contenders for the MVP. You got Matt Olson who's a tremendous first baseman and home runner. You've got uh, Ozzy Albies at second base with his home run power and his defense. Oh. You've got Austin Riley been hit the heck out of the ball third. The catchers, I mean, they, they're the backup catcher is a guy that starts for almost any other team. And uh, I don't know why their catchers are eluding me right now. He's setting records for home runs. Uh, that's just their offense. Uh, what's the catcher's oh. name? I forget. Uh Oh yeah, the, the young man who came over from Oakland, and yeah, and because you asked I can't, him, I, I can't yeah, I, I I'm can't sorry. remember either. And then the pitching, when you get to the pitching for the Braves, and we don't want to spend all day on the Braves, but the pitching with Spencer Strider's their lead guy, they have so many pitching injuries, but they keep bringing guys up. Their organization's so good, so whoever they've brought up has been uh, been an all star. So it's amazing they don't take a step back with injuries, and they're playing almost 700 ball. It's scary. It's and, and you know that that's the one thing. No matter what, pick a team, and you can say if they have injuries or, or excuse me, if they stay healthy, this team will be great. Or, but they have they've sustained those injuries yep. and the pitching staff, and and they've just keep motoring on with that deep development draft and development program that they have, and they take you know young men. Uh, you know, Harris, we mentioned, was was not a first-round draft pick. Multiple teams drafted him. I believe he was a fourth-round draft pick. Their their pitching staff is is filled with quality arms all the way down to double A, and they, they call upon those guys. And the key, other teams call upon guys, but they produce. Right. And that's really impressive. And wow. that's 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 something that is is definitely why Atlanta is scary. We have about five minutes left. I briefly, uh, National League, I'm going to mention some teams. I want you to tell me uh, if you think anybody's going to be on the rise in the second half or anybody's due for a fall. Obviously, Atlanta, Arizona, Dodgers, San Francisco, Milwaukee, Cincinnati. These are all leaders or close to the division. Miami, Philadelphia. Do you see anybody rising out of that group? Anybody falling out of the group before we get to the American League? What are your thoughts quickly on that? Well, it's so interesting in that the Central, um, in the NL Central, because of the, the quality of pitching that both the Reds and the Brewers could get back. Right. Uh, Woodruff is is a, is a true number one. Uh, he can he can pitch as an ace. If he comes back and, and, and he lights the world up, the Brewers have a huge chance. Lodolo is a left-hander uh, for the Reds that can come back, and and uh, he wasn't healthy. But the problem, you know, he was injured, but his injury was not his arm, so he right. can come back. And and those two guys can be as big of an impact as anybody will get. A- on anybody the you see fa- anybody you see falling or faltering out of that group quickly? Um, you know, the Dodgers have had more than an ample chance because of injuries and everything else. But between uh, their their deep pitching and and Mookie Blaylock and Freeman, boy, they they just keep those right. guys. Um, uh, they keep the, the boat floating, man. I just I just seem to think that the Phillies and the Padres are going to have a good second half because they have good lineups. Phillies have two very good pitchers. 
And I see those teams both making a move. They've already made some moves. I know that the Padres are under 500, but I just feel that those two can make moves quickly. Let's get to the American League as we have about three minutes left. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, the number one right now. Baltimore, number two. Texas, three. Houston, four. Yankees, five. Toronto, six. Cleveland has moved up to seven. Minnesota, eight. Uh I'll give you my thoughts. I, I, I still think that's going to pretty much stay about the same. I think that I've always thought Texas could fall, but they withstood DeGrom's injury. And uh, Houston's had injuries as well. Uh, it's hard to say there. I, I just like what Cleveland's doing. And the question becomes, do they treat ba- trade Baber? And I think the American League is going to be affected the most by other teams making trades as we have about two minutes left. Doug, your thoughts on the American League? I, I, I can't disagree, Mike. And the, the biggest thing is, is that the pool of teams that that are possible trade partners is not that large. I mean, Oakland, Kansas City. So you've got Granke. Right. I was Baltimore. thinking about that. White Sox. White Sox, possibly. They're going to pack it in. Uh, Colorado. There's Yeah, there's only maybe about six or seven teams, and there's only so much talent that can be traded. Right. So the, the key could be a guy like uh, St. Louis and, and Flaherty, yes, John Flaherty, you know, because yeah. he's young and, and he's been in he's been in postseason before. Uh, but it's key now. Now, can can Cleveland trade Bieber and get somebody back that can help them immediately? Right. Um, and right. also then rely on that young pitching. I agree. Um, and, and who's going to be willing to try? Will Baltimore trade some of their young guys? Will uh, Toronto do the same. Will Texas do the same? I think that they will. And I think teams like the White Sox, like you mentioned, St. Louis, and some of those teams, they got to realize this isn't the year and it's almost time for them to pack it in. Uh, Doug, quickly, I mean, we're, we're getting ready to end this first show. Wish we had more time because me and you could talk about this for hours. <laughs> we're going to have to talk to the Leon Thomas Enterprises, or I'm sorry, Leos Thomas Group, and maybe make this an hour show. Uh, but, uh, this is the first Mike as Adrian shows we're calling it now. I got to come up with a name, Doug, you're going to have to help me out with that, but uh, it's been great talking to you. And, uh, you know, I I hope the pirates pick schemes. We didn't really talk pirates. I hope they pick the pitcher because I feel as all these teams are, you're never going to be a contender unless you have a number one, two. And if he's as good as they say, maybe you have him and Keller and that elevates you to contender status. And I really think that that's what you have to do. Uh, that's my Mike, last yeah. thought, Doug. Uh, you know, I know uh, you've got a challenge ahead of you with your recruiting and all that. And I appreciate you coming on to talk about uh, the draft and uh, baseball in general. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have you on again for other shows as well. As time is running down here, uh, any uh, thoughts real quick, Doug, up 15 seconds. What do you got? 15 seconds. If you want to check something out, check out Skeens' hitting ability when he was both a freshman and sophomore at Air Force Academy. He would have been drafted as a catcher first baseman, probably, uh-huh. you know, corner infielder. He would have been drafted in the fourth or fifth round alone on his hitting. Okay. He hit 410 four with lots of home runs. Right. He, is, he is the real deal. All right, we're down to five seconds, and I want to thank everybody for coming on here for the big announcement, and thanks to the Leon Thomas group. Thanks to Leon Thomas, Jay Rosenko, and uh, the other young man in the studio who I forgot to write his name down, and I apologize, but we'll make sure to have his name in the future. Uh, Thanks to all the guys behind the scenes. 
And uh, thanks to Doug Carter. And I uh, look forward to September and watch uh, my Facebook page and others. And we will have uh, more announcements for more of our shows. Thank you very much here on the Mike Azadian Show. Thank you.